0: Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, Answers for Healing and Infinite Love, and today I'm delighted to welcome Marie Delanotte, author of Acorns to Great Oaks, Meditations to Help Children Cope with Real Life. Hello Marie, and thank you for joining us today.
1: Hello, Cheryl. Thank you.
0: You're very welcome. Marie, as listeners of this show are well informed, my guests and I share intimate stories and our experiences in order to look beyond ordinary human nature to find an inner, more eternal source of wisdom and an awareness of our true complex nature as spiritual beings living a physical life. Understanding energy and life with a more illuminated perception is the way for creating health, prosperity, and enjoying greater love and compassion for ourselves and for others. Marie, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and to remember maybe a person, a place, or an event, or maybe an interest that they had, And if the signs for the path they would follow in life and their future work and lifestyle were already pretty clear in those earlier days. Because I think Mm -hmm. we get born with sort of a blueprint or agenda for our soul to know itself Mm -hmm. more fully. So think
1: back for a minute Yeah, I I think, how would I say, I do remember very clearly as a child um, that I would see spirits um, in my bedroom or or I would feel people very finely, I would feel them very well if if something was going on or how they were feeling. I, 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 I would feel how they were feeling when I came closer to them. So I've always been... Very sensitive to this and very open to to energy. Um, very intuitive,
0: very empathic. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. It's definitely.
0: Great. It's a great gift, and but it's a challenge too.
1: It definitely, it definitely, as a small child, because you don't understand it yet. Yes. Um, and of course, often the parents are not aware, or as a child you're scared because you again you don't understand it, and that's always the case when you don't understand something. It creates fear. Um so I think that's why often small children shut shut it down as well because um because they're scared. Uh and but I, I luckily I did the same. I shut it down because I, I had no one who really explained it to me. Um and luckily it reopened because things kept reappearing uh as as I as I grew older. Well, I was the same way. But
0: I didn't exactly shut it down. They just thought I was very sensitive, such a sensitive mm-hmm. child. Maybe she'll yes. outgrow this. I, I used to feel mm-hmm. in the night like energy or a hand touching me yes. and see yes. a face by the window. Yes. And yes. I would creep along the hallway to my parents' bedroom in a sheer cold sweat. <laughs> Yeah, uh, terrified. Actually, <laughs> I yeah, remember yeah. it to this day. Uh, mm-hmm. But well, I wasn't watching television say. because mm-hmm. we didn't, we weren't allowed to watch television. So it was uh, an awareness of energy, as you say, a great gift. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't understood as well as it is now because mm-hmm. more people are talking about it. More children are being born with these gifts. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, it's a wonderful thing to talk about it, yeah. even if you, it took me longer, many, many years to come to understand it and to be able to utilize it uh, for good yeah. in this world. So go on,
1: yeah. go on. It, it, I think it was more, I was seen as a child with a vivid imagination. Yes. Um, you know, who was making it all up. And it was actually only when I turned... 17, 18, when I met, met a woman who I went to for energy healing. It was through a friend in school who said, oh, I've been to this lady, and she helped me to calm down before my exams. And oh, I remember feeling so excited, and I, I, I didn't know why, but I felt so excited that I had to go and see this woman, and she turned out to be such an important person in my life Um, because she actually did energy healing. She could see my guides, talk to them, um, fully connect with my past lives, who I am, my whole energy. And she's the one um, who really opened my eyes into who I really am. And one day I asked her, can I do this, What, what you do? And she said, well, we can actually all do it, but not everyone's ready for it, but you definitely are. So, yes, and we can all me, do this, yes. Yeah, and then she taught me how to work with these energies and how to use my, uh, I would say, visualization, imagination to um, heal energies, remove energies, uh, and really work with them to, to make people feel, feel better and to heal uh, from the past so they can move forward uh, positively.
0: Well... You were very lucky because living in England, uh, there is a great uh, awareness in Europe. Basically, here in New York, where I was born, not so much awareness of these things. Harder mm-hmm. to find a teacher or a mentor, and mm-hmm. harder to have people uh, truly be interested in it because it's a different pace and way of life. And uh, my one of my first mentors about 25 years ago, uh, was Robert Brown, who's from England. He's a medium. You know Robert Brown? Yes, yes. yes. And uh, (laughs) so I said to him... when I became aware of this bigger world of energy and that we were spiritual beings, it was a great awakening for me. Even though I had had this gift all my life, I wasn't using it. And I said to him, what can I do with this great awareness? I guess I'm going to have to write a book and share it with everybody because it's the best thing I've ever learned in life that you know, we're very much more than the physical body and we're interconnected yeah. to each other, and we can heal ourselves, and I can download information from uh, spirit and souls <laughs> beyond this dimension. And I, I just I thought it would be so easy to share, because since I had an awakening, I could share mm-hmm. it. But you know what? I forgot that many years before that, I didn't understand it and would not have Mm. believed it. So people have to be ready, as you just said before. They they really have to be ready, and it has to be something uh, that they wish to pursue. Let's go Mm. on to tell a little bit about your new book, Acorns to Great Oaks. And you talk about feelings and how to know ourselves better and how how children uh, can use this gift of self-awareness uh, to create yeah. a much better mm-hmm. life for
1: themselves. So
0: tell us something about yeah. that.
1: Um, well, my, my very first experience um, with using visualization to feel better, to create the result that you desire, it was actually when I was about 10 years old. The funny thing is, <laughs> which I still find magical, because it includes my mum, but my mum cannot remember this, and she says she has never thought of doing that before, but I remember her telling me this. So I had a um, a really bad dream that kept coming back night after night after night, and it was so scary that I re- I just did not want to fall asleep. I, I was so scared. So I remember, but Mum says it's, it's not true, but I remember that she came into my bedroom and that she said, now imagine opening your, your head and you see that bad dream as a form, and you imagine it's all imaginary, taking that form which which represents the bad dream out of your head, mm-hmm. because when it is removed so it's an, again everything is energy when that is removed right. the energy it can 't have an effect on you, so I removed that dream and i I slept very well, so from then on, because because I was only a small child, I started removing the energy before I went to sleep as kind of to um, make myself comfortable as a, um, uh, just in case that I would have a bad dream. And it started taking in its own form. Sometimes it was too slimy, so I had to use imaginary scissors to, to remove it or suction parts. So I started creating my, old, whole, my own thing, my own um, technique to remove energies or situations which I didn't want. And that's where it started. But, again, because it sounded all very, you're a very imaginary child, and then becoming a teenager and, and, you know, other things took over, um, I I stopped using it. Well, really, what your mother was showing you was that uh, feelings
0: are a GPS system and an alarm system. So let's pretend that we're watching television and we know it's a program we shouldn't be watching because there's going to be violence and and it's going to sit within our thoughts and our cellular structure. And when we go to bed, it's going to be retrieved and make us feel uncomfortable and upset. So we have a choice. What is our choice when we're watching or getting ready to watch something that... Intuitively, we know is going to do that to us. What's our choice?
1: <laughs> Just yeah. we change, it. we change the channel. <laughs> yes, change the
0: channel and change exactly. our thoughts, attitude. Yes. And thoughts are everything that are being yeah. manifested into our world. So yeah. it's very important for our mind that we create uh, and manifest pictures within our mind that make us feel well, happy, yeah. healthy. Not that great us fear, because that's yeah. going to play over and over again mm-hmm. until we let it go. So, yeah, yeah it's learning to, to, to know our thoughts and to know what we should engage and what we shouldn't engage. Exactly. But there are many benefits to teaching children, especially sensitive children, meditation. Mm-hmm. What are some of the benefits?
1: Well, it, it definitely... Um, because being highly sensitive myself, uh, I know how important this is because I, I struggled with depression. And it's actually when I started using positive thinking and meditation that got me out of this um, uh, negative circle. And having very sensitive children as well, some, I've got four of them, some more sensitive than the others, um, this, I realized how important this is because they need to know that like you said before, they, their feelings are their GPS, um, and there's nothing wrong with feeling sensitive or feeling feeling everything they're feeling, because too often we've been told, "Oh, it's not important. Well, it, it's uh, let it go, or it doesn't hurt. Get up." Um, you know, so our, our beautiful our, our beautiful sensitivity, which is a true quality to have, a true gift, has been pushed down, and pushed down, pushed down, and. Eventually, then people end up with depression and anxiety, but you can see where it comes from. So I think it's important to do the mindfulness and meditation, especially for even more sensitive um, children, well, so they can... Yeah, I think it's yeah. also
0: all right to let children know uh, that there are many types of feelings. Some don't feel... Yes as good as others there's fear and there's anger and there's jealousy and there's greed Mm -hmm. and there's unhappiness and there's also joy and bliss and peacefulness and love and we need to experience them all but they're all not real they're really none Mm -hmm. of it real they're just a floating of energy through us to give us an awareness of ourselves, of our energy being, and our physical life both. So Mm -hmm. other benefits for meditation are it can boost children's self-esteem. If they understand they are somewhat in control, not in the Mm -hmm. situations or challenges they may have, but in how they choose to handle it or the choices they make in regard to it. People sleep better. It can strengthen our immune system. We can increase yeah. our attention span, handle stress better, have better control. Of, we were just talking about that of our emotions. Increase our mental strength and our capacity uh, for thinking clearer and creative mm-hmm. thinking. So the benefits are innumerable. Oh, they're vast. They're enormous. They're enormous. That's a good way to say it. Now, what are some exercises from the book and CD that rely on fun and visualization? One of the ones I liked very much was the ladybug that eats away on pleasant situations and feelings. (laughs) Because my mother used to love ladybugs, and I sort of thought every time I saw a ladybug, it was like a little special message from heaven that would bring me good luck and happiness, and I would smile.
1: (laughs) Right. So, what's another? Yes.
0: A couple more of your special. Well, the,
1: the one, yeah, the one I really like is the one. Um, like every morning, it, it's very important that when we wake up, we're ready for our day because we are fully in control. I say this to my children as well. Every morning, you decide which day you're going to have. So, if you start your day with um, imagining big tree roots connected from you, the bottom of your feet into mother earth and then every breath you take in um, the, the power of mother earth comes into your body and you smile and you really feel it it just gives you a boost of energy and, and strength and power that you know that's the kind of day you'll have because nature gives you all the answers you, you only have to look at a tree a tree has big strong roots so it can stay rooted and strong and live Because if you chop its roots off, it falls over. So it's very important that we have those strong roots so we can stand strong like a tree. So if you imagine that every morning, it makes you, again, it's visualization. You think of it and and your feelings react to it. Same as when you look at a TV, depending on what you see on the screen, it makes you feel a certain way. Same for your mind. Depending on the picture you make in your mind, your emotions react to it. So, the other one I have, which I also really like, so that we know that we don't have to do anything on our own, is when we're not feeling well, and then we call up on the fairies, because the fairies are very powerful energy, and I love working with them, and they sprinkle gold, I call it golden dust, but it's just healing, it's energy again, but it's good The children can imagine it, all over wherever it is that it hurts, and it's, Being soaked in, it soaks into our body where it hurts. And so, where it looked dark before, it then becomes very light and is being healed. Because again, it's all in our mind, even also physical illnesses, um, it's all created in our minds, whether it started in a past life or in this life, it has been created in the mind. So, if that way we can also heal it with our minds by imagining and knowing that the fairies are giving all that healing energy. Um and it makes us feel better. And it helps the It heal
0: actually quicker. works, you know. You know, when I do a healing Reiki session with my clients, mm-hmm. I also help them ground to the earth yes. thinking of ropes coming out of their feet and hips yes. and going through the floor and connecting to the nutrients and minerals and life force of yes. the planet and that then the rope goes into the water below and an anchor anchors them to life and then they yes. breathe it up through them and they can visualize a color uh, green would be healing of the heart you know and they could feel it feed their heart like gel like uh, a cream just soothing away all the tiredness and tension and worry and it actually Works, but you have to experience it, yeah. this. You have to be open-minded yes. enough to allow yourself to have energy healing experiences. There are many different forms of energy healing. Yes. You know, there's reflexology, mm-hmm. cranial, sacral, um, polarity healing, chakra healing, an enormous amount of different, but they're all the same. They're all basically channeling energy through our chakra yeah. system in order to help us release, relax, and renew, yeah. regenerate. You notice all the R words there, <laughs> recycle, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and know ourselves yeah. better. And for our parents out there, it's better for them to help their children grow into the loving souls that they already are and really not to burden them with fears and worries, opinions and restrictions. Just teach them to pay attention to that in a small voice that encourages them to be bold. In my book, The Living Spirit, I wrote... When I first began following my spiritual path, and indeed everyone's path is a spiritual path, one of the first things I noticed was that all of my teachers, regardless of their methods, always talked about the need to raise our vibration in order to receive information from a spiritual dimension. Did they mean I needed Mm -hmm. to use a hula hoop and continue to move my energy in circles? It took me a while to realize that for one to raise their vibration, he or she must eliminate negativity, selfishness, fear, and an overall attachment to the physical world. A higher vibration means contemplating and practicing a higher love of self and others and we must do this on a consistent basis speak from the heart and soul rather than from the ego or mind and there's many ways to learn what works for us quieting the mind through meditation music nature walks dance and movement gardening and enduring relationships will all help us do this yeah Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful thing
1: to let yourself
0: feel these energies. All right, Marie, many parents not particularly in tune with metaphysical ideas and ideas of fairies and angels might think that these views are only magical and childlike, not reality. How do we get them to think more imaginatively and delve into the metaphysical world of energy for healing?
1: Oh, that, that's that, a hard again, question. That's a very hard question because it's again about oh, timing. We have to be ready. Yes, timing. Because if, if you're not ready, if your consciousness level is not there yet, then, then they're just going to think it's hoo-ha. But
0: well, maybe, think, maybe it's about just being the example, living our life, yes, the way we live it yes. joyfully and truthfully mm-hmm. and honestly, mm-hmm. and maybe enough people start to see. Gee, her family life yes. is nice. Her children are doing well. You know, she yes. walks in. She she looks put together. She's not frazzled
1: and angry.
0: And you know, maybe it's just yeah, well, being an example. People
1: do. People do say that sometimes. You know, uh, but you? then again, I try and say, well, I use my imagination. I create. I say that a million times to my own children as well. It's your. When they ask me something, oh, I want this or I want that or. Oh, you know, I want it to go that way. But use your imagination. Create your own life. It's your life. I even say it to my five-year-old. I want them to grow up knowing that they are mighty powerful and that they've come here not as a slave of life, but they're in, they're in control. They're in charge. They've decided to do this, and they have to use their strong mind and, and imagination to get it. They just have to believe it and, and trust. Again, that's a, a, big one that belongs to me yes that is what manifestation
0: is all about and creating the thoughts that you have if you think you cannot do something well you can't and if you think you can with time and consistency and putting the effort in you will achieve whatever goal you have but you have to put the effort in and that's something not mm-hmm. not all people want to do. let's go on to yeah. something you You talk about i uh, I didn't read this book, but in your first book, you talk about the healing of the one pound baby. That sounds like an interesting uh
1: story. Can you tell us about that yes that that was how would I say um but even though I met when I was seventeen eighteen this wonderful woman who taught me so much, I was still very much. Um, pushed down by family, self low self worth, which I was carrying with me, and things weren't happening, and I thought I wasn't good enough, and blah blah, the whole thing, which, which many many people experience uh, coming from family lines, and I guess most people, my fourth, <laughs> most yes, <laughs> yeah, we can all feel that one. Um, so when my fourth child, I was pregnant with my fourth child, and she was born weighing one pound. 500, 500 grams or less even um, and she was very ill extremely premature and let's say she has one chance in ten to be perfect and she is um, in the meantime she's nearly she's five and a half and she's absolutely fantastic highly sensitive um, she knows so much I just need to look in her eyes and I know she knows and she knows that I know you know she's that kind of kind of person um, so that was the universe telling me. And now you will heal. And now you will believe that you can do it. Because um, of course, when your child lays there, uh, as big as my hand, uh, you know, in an incubator, very yeah. ill, she had two bleeds in her brain as well. Um, you you get into action and you do anything you can to, to help. Um, so I started doing what I had Were you doing I energy healing work at that time? Yes, uh, I, I did, but still often I, d- I doubted myself often still, thinking, oh, does it really work? Who, I am, who am I to do this work? Who am I to think that this works? Um, but so, you, had but ch- you had nothing else to do. You had nothing else, so you had to try it. Exactly, exactly. And that's what the universe, that's what they pushed me towards. That's this what is, they I wanted, wanted you to do, yeah. Yes, because that's what I had to do. So I again started using because for me I'm a very visual person, that's how it always has gone for me. I started to give you an example um, she They would suddenly say, "Oh we think she has a virus because she kept she kept stopping um, to breathe. her breathing kept stopping, and so she thought, "Oh, then there's something." So they took her blood um, to, to check in the lab. so I went straight into my room because I had a room in the hospital, so I could stay close to her. And I would imagine, so I would visualize seeing her blood and all little creatures inside, which, um, which represented a virus or, or a bug, or something which was making her ill. And I would imagine sucking it out of the suction pipe. Now, when that all was gone, I pumped fresh blood in it. It's all imaginary. And I would believe and know this is done, it's healthy, and then I would also leave it to, to the angels to continue doing whatever it is that needed healing and trust that it had worked. And the next day or, or the few days later when the blood sample came back, they said, she, well, she's fine. And her breathing picked up again straight away. She was breathing fine. They couldn't find anything. And everything was healed. she, well, she was Whatever it was, it, it was gone. So I yeah. strongly believe that here it was a cooperation between medical and spiritual healing, that was my experience absolutely, I strongly believe we we work together
0: what what would you suggest readers
1: do to
0: create more self healing opportunities for their well being
1: Um, definitely through meditation so closing the eyes and shutting the outside world out and go with your attention I always start with my feet and go through your body and where you feel even if, if you know it is something wrong or you feel or you just you just use your senses that it's a bit darker go and put light so in I often do this even when I'm healthy I just go through my whole body and feel where it's a bit darker because your mind you might think oh I'm making this up but you're not making this up you just have to follow um, your intuition and I just imagine a bright yellow light just brightening my whole body up. And that way I know I'm putting healing energy in my body. Whatever that needs to be healed is being healed that way. So I would
0: want to thank you, Marie Delanote, author of Acorns to Great Oaks, helping our children to grow into healthy, viable, wise, intuitive, loving souls and human beings. And I thank you for your continued display of excellence in how you live life and contribute to the dissemination of spiritual wisdom through meditations, visualizations, and ideas to contemplate the higher aspects of awareness. To purchase this book and CD, go to Amazon.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing From Within, We have seen how the challenges in Marie's life led to great self-awareness and ways to help herself, her children, and others realize the personal power within, a spiritual energy or connection to all that is, and in knowing this reality, making it easier to deal with feelings that often overwhelm or disturb our true nature which is to be loving, kind, and peaceful. When we find this and concentrate on being with people, in places, and enjoying what is best in our individual and collective search for harmony, balance, peace, and love, we truly have learned the biggest lesson of all. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing From Within, And I invite you to visit my website, cherylglick.com, to listen to and read about the many ways to discover your true self, your destiny, and the resources that are available to help you conquer fear, disease, and any challenge the physical world or personal karma sends your way. Let's move forward to our unfettered soul presence Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.